Good morning. All eyes are on the Reserve Bank with an announcement on a rate rise expected within hours. The official cash rate, which sits at 0.35%, is widely expected to be lifted when the board hands down its interest rate decision. Economists say the RBA could move to lift rates by more than 25 basis points to help combat soaring inflation. But it would signal more strain for the household budget with cost of living pressures weighing heavy. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is pledging stronger ties with Indonesia in a move to bolster relations in the Indo-Pacific. Political editor Mark Riley is in Jakarta with the latest. Mark, the PM spent the evening talking trade. Yeah, Anthony Albanese addressed a fairly high-powered business dinner here in Jakarta overnight, including Indonesian and Australian business leaders. There's quite a team of CEOs travelling with the Australian Prime Minister here. There's about $18 billion in two-way trade between the countries, but in an economy of $1 trillion US dollars, that's a drop in the ocean, certainly less than a tenth of the trade that Indonesia does with China. So plenty of room for expansion and rich opportunities that Anthony Albanese was keen to underline. It will be by working with Indonesia that we most effectively tackle the many challenges we face in navigating the post-COVID global economic recovery. So that followed a very colourful and entertaining day at the Indonesian President's Palace where Joko Widodo treated Anthony Albanese to a personally guided bike tour of his expansive grounds on bamboo bikes. The two men also discussed very serious issues of regional concern, climate change, trade, also the presence of China and the way that it's trying to leverage its military and monetary might in the region to exert influence. And the Indonesian president was fairly clear that he wanted to use his relationship with Australia to try and uh, build some greater level of security for his country and for ours. And this morning at the Albanese's flying to South Sulawesi in eastern Indonesia. This is an archipelago of more than a thousand islands and that one is a large one. There's a lot of trade between Sulawesi and Australia, much of it in grain. We sell a lot of wheat there that is milled into flour. And Mr Albanese will be visiting a flour mill as well as giving a speech on foreign policy at a local university before heading back to Australia. His first stop there will be Darwin. Back to you. OK, Mark Riley in Jakarta, thank you. A Queensland teenager accused of hitting and killing a couple and their unborn baby will be sentenced today. The 18-year-old, who can't be identified, was allegedly behind the wheel of a four-wheel drive when he struck Catherine Ledbetter and Matthew Field in Brisbane on Australia Day last year. The prosecution has alleged he was affected by drugs and stole a car shortly before the crash. A manhunt is underway on the Gold Coast after a man shot at a police station. An officer and his family were inside when the shooter opened fire on the station at Arundel, but nobody was injured. Detectives are searching for the gunman and they're calling for witnesses to come forward. It's unclear whether the attack was random or if the officer was being targeted. Sydney's Crown Casino is still awaiting approval to open its gaming floors after a New South Wales Cabinet meeting. The casino's VIP gaming rooms have remained empty since they opened 18 months ago because Crown's owners were deemed unsuitable to hold a licence. If given the green light to resume operations, it's expected tough conditions would be imposed after the company was linked to organised crime. An official announcement is expected today. 
A quick check of sport now and the Gold Coast's worst fears have been realised with defender Lockie Weller to miss the rest of the season. The defender ruptured his ACL against North Melbourne on Saturday and will need a knee reconstruction. Dockers skipper Nat Fife says he'll need to be flexible as he prepares for his first AFL game of the season. There's no point in me putting, going back into the midfield and playing a role that Will Brody or Dave Mundy or Caleb Sarong or Andy Brayshaw have done so well for the whole season. Young Sydney forward Logan McDonald has been named the Round 12 Rising Star after his three-goal game against Melbourne. The Warriors will decide coach Nathan Brown's future this morning after he told the club he won't commit to a long-term move to New Zealand. The NRL club are set to play their first game on the other side of the Tasman in over two years later this month. The Warriors have lost their last five games in a row. Meantime, the Maroons touch down in Sydney ahead of Origin 1 and new coach Billy Slater is earning praise. I believe his communication is really clear. He's... Um... He's honest, he's direct. I suppose that, that's only emphasised when it comes from him because of the career he had. And the Blues debutants received their new jerseys at a presentation last night ahead of tomorrow's opener. Melburnians are rugging up this morning as the city braces for its first for its coldest day of the year so far. A top of just 11 degrees is forecast as a cold front makes its way across the state. Wild winter winds have also caused problems north of the border with gale force gusts bringing down trees in New South Wales. Blizzard conditions are expected in some alpine regions. Checking the rest of Tuesday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 19 degrees. Mostly sunny, 17 in Sydney, a shower or two a top of just 8 in Canberra. Showers and 11 degrees in Melbourne, showers and 8 degrees in Hobart. Showers easing in Adelaide today, heading for 15 degrees. Sunny and 21 in Perth and mostly sunny, 34 degrees in Darwin.